G'day, my name's Martin Murray and you're listening to the In The Paddock podcast where we talk all things farming. G'day and welcome to today's Wednesday Tech Talk. So again, sorry it's a bit late but again at least we're on the right day and sorry I missed last week. I had a bit on, I was moving house and just was jam-packed with a whole heap of stuff so never got round to recording a potty. Anyway, so today we are talking about silica or silicon. Silicon spelt without an E. Apparently, if you spell silicon with the E, that just refers to the stuff you put in your gutters or around your taps, as a researcher told me the other day. So, silicon or silica, what is it? Do we need it? And uh, what can it do for us? So, basically, this is coming about because I went to a GRDC update the other week up at Gundawindi, and it had some really interesting information on silicon and the role that it could potentially play in your cropping system so what is it well for a start it's a non-essential nutrient so unlike nitrogen phosphorus potassium sulfur all of them uh, which you do need to grow a crop if you do not have them at all you will not get a crop like the, the plants would just fail and die silicon isn't a plant essential nutrient It's a bit of a nice to have. You don't need it there, but if you do have it, um, you know, you you may get a bit of extra kick, a bit of extra yield, but at the end of the day, you don't really need to have it there. So if it's not essential, why are you looking at putting it on and uh, what could it do for you? Well, there's a few things that it could do, and for the most part, it just seems to relieve stress in the plant. Uh, So if it's got a bit of frost or it's got a bit of hormone damage or it's got a, um, a bit of drought or you know something's going on it's moisture stress it's been waterlogged applying silicon can help to recover it um, and boost that yield it can aid in establishment it can help the plant more efficiently forage for nutrients it's just a bit of a wonder drug really from the stuff that I've seen it seems to just be the magic bullet that uh, can help now from what i've read you know if everything's hunky-dory uh nutrient levels are fine crops ticking along okay there's you know nothing stressing life's good it probably won't do much but when you do have those other stressful factors then it may help and it may do something there's also been a bit of work done in plant diseases and it's shown that silicon can help not really fight the disease i guess but inhibit the disease and um, stop the disease becoming worse stop the disease spreading in some case just stop the infection to begin with it's really strange but really interesting stuff so what do you need to know if you're going to look at these products and have a go with them have a play and uh, see what you can try and do in your farming system i i know myself personally i'm gonna get a bit of silicon and uh, have a bit of a go in my crops this year we'll be putting it on the linseed maybe the durum and just see what happens at um yeah i'll be keen to see what happens it's just going to be interesting for me so first up first thing you need to know is that not all silicons are equal what you need to look for is the amount of monoacylic acid which is the plant available form of silicon you can get a product that you know says it's whatever percentage silicon but none of that might be plant available and you may not, you know, if it's not plant available, your plants aren't going to take it up and you're just wasting your time and money. 
So that's the first thing you need to know. You need to look for a product that has highly available uh, plant available silicon. You're looking for that monoacylic acid. Next thing you need to know is um, just how safe it is, which is a bit of a weird one. Um, but I don't know if you guys have heard. It just pops up in the news every now and then. There's a bit of an issue in the like stone cutting industry. So all those you know, uh, granite bench tops, that sort of thing. A lot of the guys that have been doing that um, without proper respiratory equipment have ended up with a thing called silicosis of the lungs, which is similar to what you get from asbestos. It's not great. So um, you do have to be aware of that. You don't want to be breathing in like a whole heap of powder or a whole heap of dust because uh, you may have those issues. So you want to just check out the product safety there. And second of all, just... Yeah, well, third of all, sorry, work out how it's going to fit in your system. Are you going to look to try and put it with your seed, put it as a seed treatment, spray it on as a foliar? Do you target it around a stress event? The, the research here is probably not as clear as it could be. It's a bit of an emerging space. It's something that's a bit interesting. But the other really good news is that regardless of your soil type, you should still get a response. Now, particularly if you're on acidic or sandy soil, that is where you would expect the most response uh, because those soils are naturally low in silicon and silica to begin with. So it is likely that you'd get a better response from that. Uh, but even in some of your heavier soils, you've got a response. So the stuff that I saw at GRDC, they were talking constantly about the um, about acid soils and sandy soils and that sort of thing. And uh, then I asked at the end of it, I said, so uh, what about, you know, what about the other soils around us, where we are, mainly alkaline, heavy black clays or, you know, neutral alkaline? Have you seen a response there? They said, well, we didn't expect to see a response because those soils are fairly high in silicon as is. But you know what? We gave it a go and we got a response. So it's really, really interesting stuff. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm fairly keen to give it a go myself. And I do know actually that it should work in my soil because by pure coincidence, uh, some researchers from UNE dug up a heap of my soil a few years ago. And since then, they've done their trial. It's just been sitting in a bin there around the uni. And uh, one of the silicon products that was talked about at this GRDC update was actually using soil from my farm uh, in his plot trial. So... That's pretty cool for me. I've got a fair idea that it will work in my country and I'm going to go ahead and just have a bit of a play, see what it does. So summing up, it's not essential for plant growth, will help with plant stresses. How it works, why it works, nobody really knows, but at the moment it seems to work really good in acidic sandy soils, um, but apparently will also work in your heavier black soils. So keen to give that a go. Uh, plant availability monoacylic acid is what you want to be checking not all silicons are equal so beyond that find out what has the most plant available silicon for you apologies for that phone but I'm 7 minutes into this so I'm not going to re-record and next up uh, what else safety yeah so just keep in mind you don't want to be inhaling that dust and you know a lot of the stuff we do around the farm you don't want to be inhaling the dust anyway whether it's wheat dust or regular fertilizer whatever so not all silicons are equal 
come up with a way to use it. We don't know why it works. Chances are it may have work in your soil. And I am going to link to GRDC down below and that video. Uh, there is a recording, not the presentation I was in, but the one that followed. So have a watch, have a look. It's 15 minutes. Really interesting. Unfortunately, it doesn't cover the Q&A, which is where I feel more of the information comes out. But yeah, that's where we're at. Anyway, always check with your own independent agronomist before acting on anything you've heard here. This is not advice. This is just something you might want to consider looking at. And until next time, keep at it.